Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is George Cologne from GeorgeColoneConsulting.com here to talk about this new topic that's been trending on Twitter. And that is macro services. You know, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to spice it up a little bit. And for the remainder of this podcast, I will sound like a chipmunk, okay? So we're going to talk about this whole thing about macro services. <sighs> I think this is so funny. The term macro services came after um, the root term of microservices. Macro services is a solution to the problems that have emanated from uh, the use of microservices. What they say is that if you bundle some well, uh, just well-related services together into one larger, more coarse uh, service, we'll call it a macro service, and it'll be easier to manage. But how did we, how did we come from microservices to macro services? And you know what? The reason is because of shiny object, shiny object syndrome. Developers saw this new architectural solution. It was like the answer to all of their problems where, you know, uh, they couldn't scale an application that was built as a monolith. And now they have issues where one developer is overriding other developers' code and yada, yada, yada. So microservices was like the answer, especially when Netflix came out with this article saying how uh, successful they've been with it. So it just permeated all over the place. Leadership roles were doctrinized and seminars and conferences and everything that microservices is the solution for everything. So and since everybody is doing it, all the big names are talking about it, then we must implement microservices in our company, in our organization. That is the solution. And that was the, the, the dream that was, well, the dream that was being sold was that you can infinitely scale up and then everybody can work independently on these services, but they, they really didn't think about the problem behind my, microservices. Think about a, let's say, uh, Mercedes or a BMW. Um, or if we really want to get farther than that, uh, like a Bugatti compared to like a Toyota. Now, the Bugatti versus the Toyota, the Bugatti has many more pieces and intricacies and compared to the Toyota. But, you know, the Bugatti is like the shiny object sy syndrome. You know, everybody wants to have the Bugatti because it's like awesome. It's brand new. Well, we're talking about, uh, let's, let's say the Chiron, the Bugatti Chiron because that's kind of the latest one. It's brand new. So, and the engineering is amazing about it. But did you know how expensive it is to do just an oil change? I think I, I read something that's like $20,000 for one oil, oil, oil change because it's so complicated to do it. Versus your Toyota, you take it to the dealership and it's like max 100 bucks. So this whole thing about microservices, like if you have a large application and you break that application into dozens of services, maybe even more, now you got to manage dozens of services instead of one. Or a couple and that's what developers I believe weren't really thinking through very much in, in general terms when software in a software architecture when you uh, 
break things up, sometimes what you start adding adding is what they call uh, a level of a layer of indirection. So you're taking this one problem and then you're like stuffing it to another area and now you have two problems or maybe even more. So this whole thing with microservices, I think in the beginning wasn't really solving the true issue because the true issue was scaling is a problem and uh, develop, development development uh, with teams was a problem. I think that, that should have been the core issue. How do we get around scale? How do we get around, um, uh, let's say, development flow? How do we increase development flow? That should have been the focus, not let's split up uh, our, know what we would normally do in one large uh, application into 20 different services. And now you have 20 different services that you have to manage plus the infrastructure to actually manage them. And now you have to hire even more people to just keep that infrastructure up. And that's where we get to this whole microservices thing. Now we need to group these microservices into a bigger, more coarse service. But that all happened, why? Shiny object syndrome. Because monoliths are boring and old. Just like young people can disregard the elderly because they're not cool enough, they're not young enough. Shiny object syndrome, guys. Be careful. What you really need to ask yourself is, is this the right solution for the problem that I have? What are the pros and cons? Everything has pros and cons. Let me stress that. Everything has pros and cons. Like, for instance, there are some architectural um, paths that you can take or design, design decisions that you could take that in most scenarios, it's a really good idea. But... You have to think about who's going to implement it, right? Do they have the ability to adapt and to take advantage of that uh, architectural design? And if somebody else comes in that that has the ability to uh, design and uh, to make that solution using that architectural architectural design, once they pass it back to the developers, can they continue working on it? So you also have to think about the developers. They are humans too. So just because an architectural architectural design is like something that would be better than what they're doing now, doesn't actually mean that those developers will be able to leverage it. So everything has pros and cons. There's no holy grail. So think about it. No more shiny object syndrome. No more shiny object syndrome. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast. This is George Cologne from georgecologneconsulting.com.